0: Good evening, First Norfolk family. So glad that you've joined us tonight. Um, have you ever felt isolated? Good gracious, that's where we're living right now, isn't it? We've been living here for almost a year of isolation. People cocooned in their homes or their apartments. Uh, people uh, isolated, distanced by six feet from other people. Uh, the the challenges of isolation. Uh, have been proven to lead to anxiety. Uh, Isolation, when you're far from uh, physical touch or community or relationships that matter to you, uh, lead to feelings uh, of anxiety, being overwhelmed with life. Now, we don't really and haven't really understood exactly how much we need each other, how much we need relationship, connection with other people uh, as profoundly as we've learned it over these last uh, 11 or 12 months. We, we discover that isolation uh, in small doses may be fine, but isolation over the long haul is destructive to our soul. What do you do when you have these feelings of anxiety born from isolation? How do you navigate? And and really, that's what we try to do as a church as we uh, journey together as the First Norfolk family. We long to navigate this life's journey together so that we can uh, find the path that God is leading us on. Uh, a path that is uh, opened to us through the person of Jesus Christ, uh, a path that is uh, directed for us by the Holy Spirit, especially as He has given us the very Word of God. Uh, We long to navigate this life's journey together, but it's hard when you're isolated. And isolation breeds anxiety, and anxiety makes us feel overwhelmed. So what do we do? Here's the good news. God has given us a prescription for these uh, situations in which we're isolated and the feelings of anxiety that lead us to be overwhelmed. Uh, We see it in Psalm 61. I encourage you to turn there to Psalm 61. As we open God's Word, let's let Him speak to us in our situation in this time with His timeless truth and His eternal promise uh, let's lean into the path that God sets for us, the prescription that God gives us, in order to uh, find fullness of life, wholeness of life, joy in life, hope in life, even when we're isolated and overwhelmed uh, today. And as we look at Psalm 62, we hear the psalmist talk about being on the fringes of the world, on the edge of the abyss, far away from the people of God and and feeling far from the very presence of God, the psalmist cries out and says, I need help. Uh, Maybe that's where you need to begin today. You just need to begin with that cry for help. Uh, I, I hope that today as we look at Psalm 61 that we discover how that God who is loving and just and caring for us, who is not content to leave us isolated and overwhelmed, how that God through Christ has given us hope when we feel isolated and overwhelmed. God gives us hope uh, when we're struggling with isolation that leads to anxiety that makes us feel overwhelmed. Uh, Today, uh, like any other day, we're uh, waking up to uh, a new situation in our world. It's, it's always a new day for us and a new season, and a new situation, but it seems as if there's an exclamation point on this time, uh, this season in our lives as followers of Christ and as the people of God. Uh, It seems like there's an exclamation point that calls us to get ready. In our uh, reading today, as we're reading through the Bible together, uh, we hear Romans chapter 13 call us uh, to um, wake up and to see uh, that uh, God uh, longs for us to be ready uh, for Christ, to, to, to be ready for that that uh, awakening of his presence in our lives. So today, let's look to God and the prescription he provides. By the way, let me just say that if you're feeling isolated, that breeds anxiety, that leads to being overwhelmed. Can I humbly suggest that God's um, love stretches toward you today? The reason we know this is because of Jesus. Jesus himself is God who was not content to leave us isolated and alone, separated from him. Uh, so God, uh, Jesus left heaven's throne, uh, laid by his, laid, uh, aside his royal robes, and slipped into the sin, skin and the sandals of humanity. And Jesus, who is God, in his infinite and mobile love, came to us, and he dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And if you are a follower of Jesus, God is with you. So let's allow Psalm 61 to open our eyes and open our heart to the presence of God that gives us hope. If you're feeling isolated and overwhelmed, and we all are, we can hear from the psalmist how that the distance that he was experiencing uh, led him to cry out to God. Let's cry out to God today, and uh, as we cry out to Him, let's trust in the protection that God provides. Uh, when we're uh, in distant lands, cold to uh, the things of God, we shout to heaven for an audience with Him, and we declare our trust in His protection. Listen to verses 1 through 4. Psalm 61, verses 1 through 4. Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. Uh, the hear uh, in verse 1 speaks to us about God listening. The attend to my prayer means that God uh, takes detailed notes. Uh, it means that God is intently uh, catalog- uh, uh, cataloging our requests and intentionally moving to answer. All right, so hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. So he's at the edge of the world. He's so far away from home or from God or from the people of God. When my heart, uh, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed... Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tent or your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your, uh, of your wings. When we feel isolated and we feel uh, uh, overwhelmed with this life, we cry to God and we trust in His protection. Uh, We run to the rock. Uh, The term for rock points uh, figuratively, metaphorically to God as the support and the defense of His people. The rock is God who lifts us up higher than the danger we face. Uh, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me, O God, to the solid foundation of Your presence, The good news is that God in his grace has provided the rock for those who belong to him through faith in Christ. That rock is Jesus. And the the reality of that rock awakens in us by his Holy Spirit giving us his word. If today you have embraced Jesus as Savior and King, trusted his death on the cross as payment for your sin, his resurrection from the dead is giving you a new heart and a new mind and a new life. In that moment of rescue, uh, you uh, receive the Holy Spirit of God who he pours into your heart so that you live in immediate intimacy with God. So you may feel isolated but know that God is here. He is the rock who is ready to give you a stability and a security that you desperately need trust in him and run to the rock. Trust in him and the protection he provides, and find shelter in his care. Uh, God uh, provides the strength and protection that we need when we've been surrounded by despair. Listen, the psalmist again says, Lead me to the rock that's higher than I, for you have been a shelter for me. Uh, this is a picture of God providing um, security. Uh, providing defense, uh, providing uh, what we need to navigate through the details of our everyday life. You know, when we're feeling isolated and overwhelmed, one of the greatest things that we can do is just sit in the presence of God, talking to Him, listening to Him, praising Him, and praying to Him. Uh, When we trust in the protection He provides, we declare that He's given us a shelter from the storm, a refuge from the uh, maelstrom of misery that may come our way. Our hope is in His care, Uh, not in what we can navigate, not what we can do, but in His care. We run to the rock. We trust in the protection that God provides, and we run to the rock. We find shelter in His care, and we rest in the tent of His presence. Your translation may say that I will abide in your tabernacle forever. Tabernacle there literally is tent and it is a picture of God's presence. Can I, can I talk to you a little bit about this? Because I love this picture from Scripture. We see it again in Psalm 23. We, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Uh, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Now, that picture of the table in the Bedouin lifestyle of the ancient Near East, what we find is there was this sense of hospitality. Uh, the hospitality that Abraham showed the angels who came wandering by on their way to Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Abraham opened his tent and, and provided for them safe haven. Uh, what we see in Psalm 23 is that God opens his tent and provides nourishment for our souls, security for our life. And even when uh, the enemies may come uh, hounding us, God stands at the door of the tent while we're feasting on the inside, and he says to the enemies, stop, you have no place here. Now here in uh, Psalm 61, we hear, David, once again, crying out for God, he's feeling isolated, he's feeling overwhelmed, but he runs to the tent of God's presence, and he feasts at the table of God's provision. Here is an answer, a prescription for us when we're feeling isolated. We don't have to be alone because God is with us. So we talk to Him. We hear from Him. We, 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 we cry out to Him. We shout to Him. We rest in His care. We trust in God, and we, we uh, rest in the tent of His presence. You know, there is no greater place of safety, security, uh, and nourishment for our soul than in the presence of God. The Holy Spirit opens our eyes and our ears and our hearts uh, to taste God's presence here and now. And it doesn't uh, matter exactly the nature of our distance from God. He is ready because of Christ and His sacrifice for you. Because of your faith in Christ and your being brought into God's family, God is here and He is near. So rest in His presence enter into the tent of His presence. As the psalmist speaks to us today, he tells us that we must trust in the protection that God provides. In our isolation, we can quickly choose the the drama of distance as the defining ingredient of our life so that despair, anxiety, uh, becomes the uh, the food that we eat and the drink that we swallow—it it it is the despair that becomes to that comes to dominate our thoughts. Now, I'm not a psychologist, but I am a follower of Jesus, and I've experienced those despairing thoughts and those anxious times where I'm overwhelmed because of my isolation. And some days I've. Uh, decided that the best course of action is just to sink into that despair. But that's not what God has made available to us. What God makes available to us is Himself. And this is the greatest gift we could ever know. We have God and He has us. So let's trust in the protection He provides. Secondly, uh, let's hope uh, in Him because hope belongs to those who fear the Lord. Hope in the midst of isolation, circumstances beyond our control, difficulties that are bigger than we are, our hope uh, comes from God. And when we belong to Him and when we fear Him, then we find hope for our soul. Listen to verses 5 through 8. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You've given me the inheritance or the heritage. Of those who fear your name, you will prolong prolong the king's life, his years, as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. Oh, prepare mercy, steadfast love, and truth, faithfulness, which may guard, protect, preserve him. So I will sing praise to your name forever, that I may daily perform my vows, when we make our covenant commitment to God, when we make our vow to God. And what is that vow? Well, in the Old Testament, that vow was a, a significant promise that those who belong to God make to God to live in faithfulness to God. It is a, a, a promise that was accentuated by a sacrifice um, to God. For followers of Jesus, here's the good news. The, the, the vow that we make is faithfulness still Uh, But it is a vow that is sealed by the sacrifice of Christ on our behalf. And Christ, who died for sinners like you and me, um, made a way for us to enter into the presence of God, to become part of His family, sons and daughters. Now that was God's part of the covenant that he has made with us. Our part in that covenant is the vow that we see here. It is, uh, God, as you have made a way for me to be part of your family, my commitment is to give you my life, to give you all that I am. Jesus is my sacrifice, and I live for him. Um, it's what the Apostle Paul Uh, was talking about when he said that I have been crucified with Christ. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. When we commit our lives to God through faith in Jesus Christ, we're making a vow, a covenant commitment to God. God, we belong to you. Uh, the, the, the lifestyle that flows out of that commitment is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Uh, when, uh, when God uh, sees us and, 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 and embraces us into His family, He gives us a new heart, a new mind, and a new way of life. And that way of life is marked by reverence and honor and glory to Him. It's uh, whatever I'm doing, whether eating or drinking or sleeping or working or whatever I'm doing, I do it all for God's glory. I live in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is living my life, adjusting my steps to fit God's purpose and plan. It's living my life every day in such a way that I honor Him with my words, with my thoughts, with my actions, with my heart, with my hands, with my head. I give Him all that I am and I adjust to His will, His purpose, His plan. Now here's the thing. So often the competing voices around us would would call us to live for ourselves, or to live for our pleasure or to live for our comfort or to live for our desires and our designs or our ambitions where God is pushed to the margin and the fringe of our life. The way we get out of isolation and overwhelmed uh, experience is not by running further from God but by walking in the fear of the Lord have you submitted yourself to God today? Yeah, I know you're feeling anxious, and I know that, that despair is creeping up in your soul as it is mine when I'm isolated, but, but the re- remedy uh, for uh, the feelings of anxiety is not to run further from God, not to sink down into despair and act like my life is over, but rather to walk closer to God, to live, adjusting my thoughts, my emotions, my attitude, my ambition to fit what He desires. Hope belongs to those who fear the Lord. He gives us this heritage, this inheritance, this promise of His presence and His protection, uh, His rock and fortress and high tower and refuge and rest, He promises that to those who fear Him. So so today, take a long, hard look in your own heart, as I must mine. and let's evaluate, am I living in the fear of the Lord? Not the fear of others, not the fear of losing out, not the fear of missing out on some great joy, but rather finding my greatest joy in the presence of God and living my life adjusted to Him. After all, As Proverbs says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning, the starting point of wisdom. If you want wisdom in the midst of your isolation, then live in the fear of the Lord. Adjust your life, submit your life uh, to, to the will of God, to the Word of God, to the way of God. We must submit to Him. The fear of the Lord awakens hope in us. It doesn't awaken despair, it awakens hope. This is uh, the journey that we need to take. Out of the depths of anxiety and and shaking despair, we move to hope when we fear the Lord. Today, will you fear the Lord? Will you uh, adjust all aspects of your life to fit Him, His desire, His design, His provision, His protection, Will you follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit and walk in the path that He lights for you? To walk in the fear of the Lord is to live in submission to God. And the result, when when we live in the fear of the Lord, uh, God prepares mercy and truth to preserve, protect, and surround us. Uh, That mercy is, again, the Hebrew term hesed, and it means the faithful, steadfast, never failing, always abounding, covenant love of God. It is a love beyond description Uh, this upcoming weekend. On Valentine's Day, on Sunday, we're going to be looking at the imperative of love. The imperative of love that we have for others is born from the steadfast love that God has for us. It is a never-failing, always-abounding, always-faithful love, and God surrounds us with that love. Oh, what a remedy, what a prescription for us living in isolation that breeds anxiety, that makes us feel overwhelmed. The remedy is God's steadfast love. He is with us. He is near to us. He loves us. But it's also truth. He surrounds us with his steadfast love, and he preserves us with his truth. Now, uh, the Hebrew term there is amet, and that term can mean reliable, dependable, faithful, it can mean truth, and all those uh, things are wrapped up in that word. What's he talking about there? Well, he preserves us in the right way of of life. He preserves us according to his faithfulness. He preserves us according to uh, his righteousness, uh, according to his dependability, and there is no one more dependable than God. Uh, When we fear him, his response is to wrap us up in the wings of his steadfast love and his faithfulness. We hide under the shelter of his wings, the wings of his love and the wings of his truth. Today, if you want uh, to move out of the anxiety and feelings of overwhelmed, even though you're isolated, then hope in the uh, steadfast love and the faithfulness of God. Allow His love through your fear of Him, submission to Him, allow His love to surround you and to secure you, to nourish your soul, to nurture hope in you. The result, uh, the, the, the final statement is also a prescription for us. Verse 8, I, I will sing praise to your name forever that I may daily perform my vow. As God uh, prepares love and truth to surround us, what do we do? You're stuck in your house or you're stuck in your room or you're stuck um, uh, six feet apart from everyone else. How do you find nourishment for your soul? What is, what is the remedy? It's, it's found in God's love and truth. It's found in the fact that He is our shelter. He is our refuge. He is our high tower. Uh, he is the, uh, the, the rock that lifts us higher than we could ever go ourselves. He is the one who gives us his presence as we de- dwell in his tent. Uh, he is the one who shelters us under the wings of his care. Uh, all those things are true. Now, how, do we, how do we open our mind and our heart to, to, to take hold of that? Well, we sing praise to God. We sing praise to him. We worship him. Friends, as you have spent 11 or 12 months cocooned in your place, Um, some of you not even able to leave your home, Um, one of the greatest responses in that isolation that will bring hope to your heart, security to your soul, is to worship God, to worship Him, open His Word and sing songs of praise to Him, worship Him take intimate moments with him and and commit and recommit again and again your faithful love to him. Oh, that we would worship him living in the fear of the Lord so that his hope might soak our soul and we would find refuge in seasons like this. May God bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine down upon you. May he be gracious to you. May he bless your coming in. May he bless your going out. And may he fill your life with hope. God bless you. Good evening.